Follow English Podcast, a podcast for EFL learners and teachers. Hello everyone, this is one more episode of the Follow English Podcast. Today is December the 28th, 2022. I'm Marcos Gazana and I'm speaking from Porto Alegre in the south of Brazil. This is episode 227 of the Follow English Podcast and today I'm going to be speaking about uh, a tracking adventure I had with my son exactly four years ago. We embarked on this uh, tracking adventure on the 26th of December 2018. And uh, so the 26th, 27th, 28th, and then 29th and the 30th was the end of the trail, the, the end of our hike. And this happened back in 2018 in Chile, in Patagonia, in a region called Patagonia in the south of Chile. And I intend to speak a little bit about this um, amazing uh, experience I had there with my son, who by the time was 11 years old and just about just just a few days before he turned 12 so i i started by feeling a bit nostalgic when i posted um a picture on uh, mastodon the 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 social media network and then i posted that on Instagram and, and, and Facebook as well. And then I decided to do a short episode talking a little bit about it. Uh, perhaps I can help some people who are planning to go there. So I don't have any script here. I'm just going to uh, talk a little bit about the distances. Uh, all I have is a spreadsheet with the distances and the time we took to cover the distances. I have to remind you that by the time I was uh, 44 years old and my son was 11, just before he turned 12. So we had to do a little bit of preparation for that. I was really, um, let's say, concerned about uh, not putting him uh, in a dangerous situation, you know. So this was a, a long hike, uh, I mean five days, and we covered 86 kilometers altogether. Uh, we took, we, we walked for 27 hours and 34 minutes to cover those 86 kilometers. And uh, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about each day so when you when you go to the south of chile if you want to do this this hike you have first thing is to go to puerto natales which is a city in the south of uh, uh, chile in well actually it's uh, it's about uh, 120 kilometers 150 kilometers per perhaps um, from the entrance of the national park uh, where this trail begins um, by the way, there are many possibilities, uh, there are many different what they call circuits because the circuit we did uh, was uh, a relatively uh, long one, but not the longest. There is one uh, called Circuit O, which is longer, and there is even one called Circuit 
Q, which is the longest, and I think this one is perhaps 100, 120, 150 kilometers. I, I don't know exactly. Um, but anyway, I'm going to talk about the big W circuit, which is the one we did. The name, it's because of the shape. So if you look at the map of the, of the, the, the whole uh, trail, you will see that it forms a kind of uh, a W. And by the way, if you are interested in checking out a bit more, uh, you can go to my personal web page and there is uh, a map there and uh, some of the distances that I'm going to be talking about today, they're available over there. So this is at marcosgazana.com. Uh, Marcos with, spelled with O, so M-A-R-C-O-S, and then Gazana double Z, so G-A-Z-Z-A-N-A dot -Z um, There you can find uh, a link called uh, a link um, to, well, to this adventure here. The link is tracking. You can easily find that. You can also check it out on the blog I have over there. But anyway, so the first day so w when we arrived in uh, we departed from puerto natales this is as i said about a hundred and something kilometers from the beginning of the entrance to the park then uh, we woke up really early uh, that first day and uh, we took a bus uh, all the way to the entrance uh, of the park then you have to do a kind of check-in. You have to show your documents. You have to you have to have reservations if you want to uh, sleep in the park. So you have to provide all that in advance. Um, we had uh, everything was planned and ready for it. So we had um, let's say uh, printed all the the bookings and the reservations we had at the campsites. Some of the campsites are more expensive. Some of the campsites, they provide um, food and, and even a tent if you want. We did a kind of uh, cheap, maybe not the cheapest version because the cheapest way to do it would be to stay only in the campsites provided by the, the government or the national park there, which are free, but then you have to, to book them way, way in advance and we were not able to do that so we we had uh we had to pay for uh for the campsites but we took our own tent and uh our own food as well so we we were uh, let's say pretty independent and uh, we didn't have a guide or anything like that so some people hire a guide and then it, it can become really expensive uh back uh back then when i did a little bit of research I remember that there were some ways of doing it which would be like more than a thousand dollars per person like a thousand five hundred dollars which would include a guide and and uh, all the uh, everything you can imagine uh, you wouldn't need to even to carry anything you could you could just carry a small backpack with your with your clothes and that would be enough with your water and your clothes your camera and everything else would be um, taken care of for you. So this would be the most expensive version, but there are some cheaper versions um, when you, when you uh, book your own, uh, when, you, when you make your own bookings, your own reservations in the campsites, then uh, of course you have to pay for it in advance and everything, but uh, then it becomes much, much cheaper. If I'm not wrong, I spent no more than $180 or something around that. Uh, to do the whole thing, including a couple of meals that we, we had over there. 
Um, but uh, apart from that, we were carrying our own food and, and doing our own thing. We had the maps, we had everything. Uh, so then the first day was just a, a day that we, as a father, you know, I was uh, really thinking about that. So uh, concerned about all the dangers and everything. So I thought it would be nice to have uh, an initial day to do a kind of adaptation. So when we got to a, to a, to a place called Pudeto, Pudeto is like a, a kind of a port. There is a lake there, so you have to cross this lake to the other side. And then our first couple of nights uh, were at a campsite called Paine Grande. And uh, so we crossed by Catamaran. And um, the first day I thought, okay, let's get there. Let's just uh, set up our tent, find a nice place and uh, um, have a look around and do a short trail where we can uh, take some photos and, you know, where uh, my son can, you know, uh, a day for my son to adapt to this new reality of having to walk and 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 having to deal with the wind with the with the weather with the you know uh, everything that uh, a hike and a long hike can involve so we the the first day we just uh, set up our tent we 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 got adapted to the to the place we we talked to a couple of people there we we had a look at uh, everything the the campsite could offer and then we did a short trail, uh, 2.36 kilometers. This one actually was before we took the catamaran to, to cross the lake. So before we actually uh, set up our tent and everything. Uh, so this was a short uh, trail from Pudeto, from the place where we were going to catch the, the, the catamaran to cross the lake. Um, to, a, to a place called Salto Grande, which is a, a waterfall nearby. This is a very short trail. Uh, it took us 28 minutes to, do, to complete the 2.36 kilometers just to go all the way to this place where there is a waterfall. And then we, we, we took a couple of pictures and then came back. So the round trip was 2.36 kilometers. We took uh, 28 minutes to do that. Um, then we waited for the for the catamaran we crossed we set up the tent and once we were uh, on the other side and settled then we we walked south um, along the coast of Lake Pehoe and then we went to a place called Mirador Pehoe which, uh, from which you can see Los Cuernos and uh, uh, Paine Grande, Cerro Paine Grande, which is the highest mountain in this mountain range. And uh, so it's a beautiful place. The lake is like a turquoise blue and amazing, really, really amazing. I, I didn't expect uh, so much from that first day. But actually, nowadays, when I look back at the pictures, I think uh, the most amazing pictures, the most uh, impressive pictures for for people who haven't been to that place are the the pictures from this very first day so it was amazing to 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 see the um the mountain range from a from a special angle it was also a short uh trail uh it was seven kilometers 35 
0.35 we completed it in two hours and 16 minutes so um, the whole day one was basically 9.71 kilometers that's the distance we covered on that first day and uh, we spent two hours and 44 minutes uh, walking it was a pretty easy walk because both of them we were not both of these short uh, trails we were not uh, uh, carrying our backpack so it was pretty easy to to walk and just uh, take some pictures and uh, then the second day was maybe the longest uh, um, trail because we went from Paine Grande this this uh, campsite where we were staying uh, for the, the first two nights all the way to uh, a glacier called Gray Glacier so this uh, was the the round trip so to uh, to go all the way there and to come back um, it was 24 uh, 24.8 kilometers almost 25 kilometers and it took us seven hours 32 minutes to do that when i say seven hours 32 minutes i'm not including the breaks here because i basically i i stopped the whenever we stopped for for uh, longer than a couple of minutes sometimes we stopped for a couple of minutes to take pictures and then of course i, I was not going to stop the timer right the the uh the the um, so I, I i kept it running but then whenever we were going to eat something or 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 spend uh more time uh you know resting or drinking some water or something like that or or, or maybe even collecting some water then I would stop the, the, the timer and then, of course, then um, here the word is not timer, it's like a stopwatch. Yeah, so um, then this 7 hours and 32 minutes would not include the breaks. Yeah? So this day was really, wow, very tiring day, a very, very tiring day. We, we basically... I don't know we took the whole day to do this we left early in the morning and we we came back when it was already getting dark um i mean not getting dark because it gets dark really uh, late in the summer but when we got back i think it was already something around like 7 p.m or or, or at least half past 6 p.m so we left like 8 8 a.m or 7 30 a.m I don't remember exactly. I could look back in, in my notes because I, I, I made some notes. Um, but basically, it was the whole day uh, walking. Yeah. The, day, the third day was, was also a, a, a tough day, but then not because of the trails, because we, we basically walked the, the third day, we walked 13.75 kilometers, which is not that much. But for the first time, we had to walk with a backpack. It was in relative. It was a relatively easy hike, but um, the first part, the part that we had to walk with a backpack on our backs, then it was like two hours and thirty-two minutes. Uh, we did seven point uh, seventy-seven kilometers uh, to cover from Paine Grande to Italiano. Italiano was is another campsite over there, so we we took those two hours and a half to to cover that 
And the problem was when we woke up, I remember that it was raining. So I remember that I took my son out of the tent and I left him uh, waiting for me and, and having some breakfast or some improvised breakfast, let's say, at, at a kind of uh, a canteen that there was there for the people who were staying in, in, the, in the campsite. And uh, while he was there, I was organizing everything inside the tent and, uh, uh, you know, I had to pack up and I had to do everything I had to to uh, uh, put down the tent and pack pack up in the rain. So this was the tough part because uh, everything was wet. It, it it's it, and it was not uh, the rain was not a like heavy rain, but it was consistent rain. So um, this was the tough part. So we only managed to leave pretty late, and then we did those 7.77 kilometers with the backpacks on our backs. Uh, and with a lot of food in uh, in the backpacks and very heavy and stuff and and the trail was pretty slippery so we had to be very careful uh, I didn't take many pictures on this uh, part of the trail because of the rain but anyway it was a big adventure and then once we got to Italiano we left our backpacks over there and then we we uh, took another trail uh 4.23 kilometers which took us two hours and 17 minutes almost the same as the 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 the, the other the previous part but in this case it it's because this was one of the toughest uh, uh parts of the trail uh you know it was uphill and uh, very um hard some parts there were lots of rocks and we had to be very careful and go very slowly and i was also concerned about my son who was just 11 years old you know so um it took us two hours 17 minutes to reach this place called mirador frances which is a viewpoint where you can see a glacier an amazing glacier so uh, i forgot to say that on day two when we reached the end of the the um the trail we saw uh, an amazing a very big glacier that uh, you know it's uh, I don't know it's huge it's several kilometers I don't remember exactly the numbers here but it's something like uh, 30 kilometers long by five kilometers if I'm not wrong so it's amazing it's an amazing place you can see this this glacier uh, stretching over the the lake the lake is also called Lake Gray so and the glacier glacier like great glacier so it, it's an amazing um place to be and 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 you can feel the the energy of nature over there so but bringing back to day three so when we got to the top we saw the the idea was to go all the way up to a place called mirador britannico which is uh, even further up but then as we were running out of time and we still had to go back and, and, and get to another, go back to Italiano and then go to another campsite, uh, a campsite called Frances. So then there was another 1.75 kilometers to cover. And then we did that. We were also worried because we had to set up the tent uh, there. And we, when we got to this uh, campsite called Frances, we uh well it was already 6 30 we had to find a place to set up the tent and everything and then i remember that i made some pasta it took us an, a, a, another 
37 minutes to cover this 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 last 1.75 kilometers um, and then we had some pasta and my then we had to wash uh, the you know do the dishes and everything then my my son uh, went to bed while I was already starting to organize the 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 tent so that the next day early in the morning we could uh, depart as 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 quickly as possible as soon as possible then on day four we woke up and uh, then that day was gonna be a tough day because we had to carry our backpacks all the 16.66 kilometers and that was going to be a challenge and we took uh one hour and 14 minutes to cover the first 3.64 kilometers that those were relatively easy let's say um then that was from the campsite called frances so camping frances all the way to a place called refugio los cuernos which is just below the los cuernos the the mountains an amazing place very beautiful place we were walking all this day uh, along the the river coast the river the river coast the sorry the lake coast uh, an amazing lake called uh, Nordenskjold this wow it's a green uh, lake very beautiful color very beautiful uh, uh, wow uh, an amazing landscape basically the whole day so opportunities for uh, amazing pictures all day long you know so every i don't know 30 40 minutes we would stop uh take some pictures uh, drink some water rest a little while and especially with our backpacks you know so it was a ch it was a big challenge this day then from the refugio los cuernos we had another 13.02 kilometers that took us four hours four hours walking with our backpacks uh on our backs so that was tough that was really tough when we got to the end of the trail when we completed the 16.66 kilometers in five hours and 15 minutes walking not including the breaks here of course if i include the breaks probably we walked for about eight hours uh, or so and it was the hardest um part of the 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 the, the hike because of the fact that we were carrying the backpacks then uh, when we got to this place called camping central uh, this is close to the uh, part of the national park where you have uh, a lot of infrastructure so there is a hotel over there there's uh, this campsite where we stayed and um, uh, you know there is a, a place where you can uh, eat there is a a kind of restaurant let's say and uh, an information center for tourists so this area has a lot of infrastructure and we were feeling like kind of safe there we okay we have reached the end tomorrow we just have to go all the way up to the towers and complete our uh, mission let's say um, then this was day four we put we put up the tents we we found a nice place there and uh we ate something at the restaurant in this case i remember we had some pizza i had a beer there uh we we managed to relax a little bit and 
then we got back to the tent we we tried to get to sleep early because the, the following day we had a lot to cover then on the following day we walked uh, I'm going to tell you in two different parts because it was like a kind of round trip we came back to the same place so we walked for from this place called Refugio Central uh, from Camping Central to Refugio Chileno that was 5.76 kilometers in another uh, 4.66 kilometers to get to uh, Las Torres to the top where you see the towers so this took us the first uh, uh, 5.76 kilometers took us one hour and 40 minutes and the second stretch the 4.66 kilometers took us one hour and 54 uh, minutes to get to the top then wow we 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 got there uh, up there we we took some uh, amazing pictures it, it was not the best weather you know it was not like clear sky all uh, um, like blue clear sky but we i consider myself lucky because we we managed to uh, see let's say we could see the towers pretty well there were some clouds and sometimes the top of the the, the towers were covered um the sky was kind of grayish a bit uh, cloudy but okay we we could see the towers and there are people who who go all the way up there and they can't see the towers because the towers are covered in 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 the clouds you know they're they're uh so we were lucky and uh we managed to do it in a in a you know pretty uh, uh, uh good pace because we we covered all the 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 10 points something kilometers 10.4 kilometers let's say in about in less than four hours okay then on the way down then we putting together the two stretches uh we it was 10 kilometers point 33 altogether and we did it in two hours 58 minutes so so about three hours to cover that and uh, then when we got when we got back again we went to that restaurant we 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 had something to eat and then finally we we took uh the tra the well the there's a kind of transfer there there's a bus that uh it's about seven kilometers from that area where you have all the the tourist information and the infrastructure to get back to the entrance of the park uh, the place where you can catch a bus back to to uh, Puerto Natales which is the city where it all started it's a it's it's actually a it's a small town let's say um, so this is it it was a it was an amazing experience to do that the, the the sense of accomplishment when you do something like that with uh with your son you know it's really something that will remain forever uh imprinted in my in my memory or or in my in my soul let's put it this way and uh of course i want to repeat that i have a, a younger son and he's nine years old now so three years from now i want to do something similar with him and um, it was really, really an amazing experience. Again, if you want to check uh, uh, check out more about it, about the this experience, please go check out my site. That's marcusgazana.com. Uh, 
Marcos, remember to spell it with O, so Marcos Gazana altogether, double Z there, so G A Z Z A N A, M R M A R C O S G A double Z A N A dot com. You can find the pictures there. You can you can some of these distances that we covered uh, are are also there. I I also have a, a map over there that you can download. It's uh it's actually available on Google Maps. But if you if you go there, you can see the map and then you can probably save it. I don't know. So this is it for today. It's a nostalgic. I want to do. I wanted to do something different. I've been meaning to do some different uh, episodes with different stuff you know not only about language but just uh, uh, ra uh, speaking randomly about some different experiences and, and maybe this was a, a good moment to do that it all started because of these you know these uh, um, posts that some uh, sometimes these memories that some I sometimes come up on Facebook oh four years ago you posted this or you posted that so uh, and then I saw that and then I I started doing those uh, uh, posting on I started on Mastodon and then I decided to post it on uh, Instagram and Facebook as well and uh, here I am talking about it and giving you some info especially about the distances and it, it was an amazing experience we were lucky um, I mean in relation to the weather because the day we saw the towers we could see the let's say from 1 to from 0 to from 1 to 10 I would say it was uh, an 8 uh -huh. it, it could have been better yes but it was pretty good uh, also the the rest of the the trail we were only unlucky on the third day that we caught some rain um, but it was okay it was part of the adventure you know and I think there's always something that goes wrong yeah it's impossible to have everything go right you know and and it's actually nice when there is one or a couple of unexpected things because these are the problems you have to solve whenever you're traveling and um it's 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 memorable it's whenever you you solve these problems in a satisfactory way it's it's memorable and it's what makes it even better yes so this is it for today probably i'll do a, a short post uh, sometime tomorrow or or something to to do a kind of 2022 wrap up but this is basically it and uh, uh, well if you have any questions about this adventure feel free to ask me send send me uh, an email send an email to info at followenglish.com.br you can also um, uh, send me a message through my web page you have all my contacts over there and um, i'll see you next time bye <laughs>